0: You're listening to Comedy Central. Girl, I need extra consent. Girl, I need extra consent. I ain't making no assumptions like the rest of them gents. Girl, I want extra consent. For every different position, I got a unique fetish. Get off on getting permission, girl. <laughs>
1: Two shots of liquor to see if I go home with you. I like you. It's simple. Initial
2: on the nipple. Yeah, yeah. I know. My body is a temple. Yeah.
1: You being real polite and I appreciate.
3: That was Lizzo with extra consent. She was on the new Negroes with Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle. You can check out that video online. This is stand up with Krista Stefanell. Nicole Boyce is here.
4: Woo! Denim
3: on denim. It's it's a good look on you.
4: It's a nice day out. It's summertime. I'm feeling good. You do feel
3: good. You feel good. You look good. You look, good. You look healthy. You look glowing. Thank you. Thank you look you. like you had some avocado omelets and mashed potatoes it's on the side.
4: Funny you say that because I did have some uh, avocado. That's what I thought. With mashed potatoes on the side. Which Now Oh. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I didn't like the mashed potatoes. You don't like the, the mashed potatoes side. on
3: the side. No. Uh, see, I like mashed potatoes on the side, but I'm also an Irish piece of shit. So okay. you're are you Mexican?
4: I'm Mexican. Yeah. Mexican. The so people mashed at home can probably hear that in my voice.
3: Not big in your culture. Big in, it's big in mashed potatoes are big in an in a divorce mom culture. It's an easy thing to make. My mom used to whip up. Man, my, <laughs> a divorced mom is about whipping things up because she doesn't have time Yeah. because she's divorced she's working three jobs oh yeah you know she may be dating life she's also drinking a beer my mom is always drinking a beer whipping something up it's divorced mom shit
4: she just got you just got yeah. she's on the go she's you got gotta go to, so yeah.
3: I love mashed potatoes okay um, I also my mom's big music fan she always used to play music and that's what this episode's about today the theme song is gonna be music, comedy music comedy. it's going be cute I love
4: Every, that Liza song.
3: Lizzo, Lizzo's I, I saw her on Two Dope Queens. Shout out Phoebe Robinson. Shucks. And um, I started comedy with Phoebe Robinson. Really? If you would have told... You never told me Let that. me be crystal clear about something crystal right now clear. with you, Nicole. Crystal. Okay? Here's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Here's what happens when you do stand-up in New York. If you're doing stand-up, if you start your comedy career yeah. in New York or L.A., most likely, the crew that you start with, mm-hmm. one or two of those people, or in my case, about 10 of them, are going to get fucking... <laughs> Huge! Oh yeah! I started comedy. Like I'm talking about initial open mics, 4:45 p.m. Signing your name on a on a, a piece of paper outside Eastville Comedy Club or Laugh Lounge Comedy Club. Like day jobs, getting off the bus. Like nobody, <laughs> not zero people knew us. We're nothing. We are nothing. Eating 99 cent pizza. We have no money. I was uh-huh. living with my mom. Uh huh. Phoebe Robinson, Michael Che, <laughs> Pete Davidson. Oh my god. Um. Uh um Hassan Minhaj when <laughs> he came to New
4: York? Heard of him? Yeah,
3: heard of him. Michelle Wolf? Are you fucking kidding me? That's... What a class. I here. Here's the thing. Everybody with comedy, you know, you're always in some kind of class and some classes have huge stars like somebody was in Dave Chappelle's comedy class like whatever. Sure. I, I had th- my class is there's like a lot of people who yeah. are multimillionaires out of my class. Yeah. And um and I you know, I'm doing okay. I've I have a, a decent career, but like no, but I wouldn't even I'm not even in the top 10 in my own class. Maybe Does I'm it, in the top 10, but I'm not in the top 5. Michael what? J., Pete Davidson, Michelle Wolf, fucking
4: That's I mean that's a really good. Why do you think Robinson, that cla- What happened? That All those people just came up together. I don't
3: know. I don't know something like we about... all there must be something, but it's like everybody like, started to, like, move really quickly. Andrew oh. Schultz in my class. Oh, my God. All these people just started to move, move,
4: move, move, move. Mark oh. Norman, Sam Morrill. And Phoebe Robinson was in that.
3: Phoebe Robinson was in that class. But if you would have told me that Phoebe, because she was always great, but, like, that she was going to be, like, as big as she is, like, we would be like, oh, no. But, you know, th- there was other people in the class. You'd be like, oh, this this girl's going to go further. Or this kid's <laughs> going to go further. But they didn't. Like, that's the thing you never that's You never know. You really just don't know. The next day, somebody's sure. just fucking huge. I could, there were certain people that are. We were like, even Phoebe would admit, like there was um, this one kid, um, Rob Torres. Mm-hmm. He used to fucking annihilate, mm-hmm. like blow the roof off. He doesn't do it anymore. Wow. Just happened? quit. Yeah, people just quit. People quit. It's
4: hard. The though. name it's of this hard. game in
3: comedy. Yeah. As we've talked about this, it's consistency. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. You have to every week uh-huh. just put your shit out. Yeah. And yeah so phoebe i saw i saw i saw this girl lizzo on um two, on dope, two dope queens, queens. she kind of
4: blew up in a similar way
3: see i didn't know lizzo until two dope queens but now big lizzo fan big Lizzo. her fan.
4: album is incredible that came yeah. out a little while ago by the way so do you know good.
3: how I'm, when i say huge, huge wh- name the movie you just made a big mistake huge pretty woman chloe from the corner with pretty woman <laughs> <And> nicole <laughs> thank god well, Chloe's we, here. i don't know if you were in the studio last did you hear that nicole doesn't even know this fucking movie
4: I, pretty woman? I know pretty.
3: No, but like you didn't know. There were certain things I you know didn't know pretty. and it offended me. And next episode, we're going to talk. We're, you know what we're going to do next episode? I'm telling what? you what we're going to do on the next episode of this podcast. What? We're going to play only comedians from Comedy Central's library, 1990. Not early 90s. Before you're even born. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Can we born, do that, club? I was born we in that, 2001, right? yeah. Yeah you, were, yeah, you were born on 9-11. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah. So, how was your comedy weekend? What did we do? do I, had a,
4: I, I had a great comedy weekend. Um, no. I didn't. I didn't really do any. I didn't. Uh, no. I can't. Well, I can't remember. Right. Because you're,
3: you're smoking marijuana.
4: Yeah. Because I'm born in 2001 and smoke weed all the you're time. You're
3: smoking weed. You need to eat more yeah, mashed potatoes. It's so good for your brain. I
4: didn't like those mashed potatoes with the omelet. It doesn't feel good in my stomach. Nicole, what did you do this weekend?
3: This weekend I had spots at the Comedy Cellar.
4: Beautiful.
3: Like seven of them. So Oof, it's like... Big payday. Marathon. And then I'm um, I, working on my new hour. Okay. Which, by How the was way, that? every Wednesday, 7 p.m., Fat Black, Pussycat. Okay. Downtown Manhattan, Comedy Cellar. You can see Chrissy working on his new hour, which I can't call Size 38 Waste right now because I'm in 36 now, <gasps> unfortunately. <gasps> what? So we're going to have to think of a dip. Some working titles. And we can work this out. I'm thinking about... I have a bit about my dad... I'm telling a lot of stories about me from the childhood. My dad, I always say he had the right intention, but the wrong move. So I'm thinking about calling this special right intention, wrong move. Just, it's, I'm feeling it. Okay, Chloe doesn't love it. I okay. could see Comedy Central brass doesn't love it. <laughs> but we're just talking. We're just thinking this out. So we'll do that. Right I'd like intentions. actually, if if fans want to tweet at us, what they think I should name my stuff. Oh spash. yeah,
4: absolutely. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some crowd crowdsource. And, and then shit. here's
3: what's going to happen. I'm putting this out into the universe right now. You ready for what I'm about to tell you? What's going to happen right now, Nicole?
4: Yeah. I what's going so. to happen?
3: Is my second hour special is going to come out? Uh-huh. My cartoon is going to get on the air in Comedy Central. It's going to change things. Not for us. It's just we're going to move up a level as a group. You and I. Uh-huh. We're going to move up.
4: Uh-huh. Stock's
3: going to go up for us. Stock's going to start getting really big. Then what's going to happen is Chris Stefano is going to present Nicole Boyce's half hour.
4: Oh my god. That's oh what's going to happen. Oh my god. That's what's wow. going to happen. Okay. You this Nicole again. Boyce's
3: half hour in Comedy Central. Fridays, Let's put it eleven o'clock. Go fuck yourself. Number eighteen on Apple Podcasts.
4: Twelve. Oh, we're 12? twelve. Oh, baby. shit, I dropped us down six points. This is the number twelve podcast going up. Probably going up as we speak. Seriously, I mean, going it's going, down. how can it it's not going down? It's not going down. It's got to be going, going up. We're going to get it. This is going to be yeah. number one. And we're going to top start.
3: of Billboard charts. Seriously, I was so <laughs> excited when, it, when, we ch- when we when we when we charted. I charted.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of your special. Charted.
3: Yeah. Sh- uh, what charted? Charted. Uh, <laughs> charted. Just when, the word. When charted, we charted, it. I charted.
4: When this charts all charts, that's the name of your special. <laughs> yeah, Feel, you, you can use that. You don't even have to credit me. Don't have to
3: use it. All right, fine. Um, so
4: you like music comedy?
3: I do actually like music comedy. Can you do?
4: Can you perform music?
3: No. See, okay. and that's why I think I like it. <laughs> By the way, go online if you want to see how bad I am at music. Go online. Last year at um, Moon Tower Comedy Festival for the part of the goddamn comedy jam, uh-huh. which was a Comedy Central show, uh-huh. I performed Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. That's a hard
4: song to sing. Chris. I brought the great,
3: the one and only Matteo Lane onto stage with That's me. That's even
4: worse for you. To, well, to help me
3: to take the to okay, take okay, the, okay, okay, the okay. focal point <laughs> off my bullshit. So you can find that online. Um, but right. I am not good at music at all. I enjoy music. Uh-huh. My favorite musicians, again, as we know, Whitney Houston in sync. I like things that you wouldn't think I liked. I mean, I like Mobb Deep, and I like Eminem, and I like rappers, but I, I really, if I'm playing Fuel, I've been playing that song, Hemorrhage. You in my hair, <laughs> Chris, just been playing I love
4: that. Creed, and I Creed? like Nickelback, yeah. and I like pop music.
3: Seriously, I like it. I, I know, love pop music. I know we're all supposed to know this like underground artist, and he or she is probably very good at what they do, and I do enjoy some of their songs, but for the most part, I'm just to kind of like, I'm Chrissy Commercial. I just mm-hmm. like a mainstream song that's on the radio. I know it's bullshit mm-hmm. and real music fans like, gross. But it's, but I made, like it's it. made
4: to be, pop songs are, there's something so beautiful about pop song that's just made to be stuck in your head. Do you know what head. song makes me
3: happy? What? Carly Rae Jepsen, called Me Maybe.
4: Oh my God, Legit Chris, makes me happy. This is crazy.
5: I'll, we just hit a breakthrough in our in. friendship. I just want to say, I think not liking a song because it's popular is just as
1: bad
4: as liking a song because it's popular.
3: Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. What's your well, favorite lady, song? What's truth Bomb. Who's your favorite music- lady musician? Lady Gaga.
4: Who? Lady Gaga. Perfect. I would die for Lady Gaga. I love...
3: I'm I. i I've, I'm sure. I, I told you about the time I met her already on the podcast. What? Right? <laughs> what? Are you fucking kidding me? Did I never say this on the podcast? You met Lady Holy Gaga? shit. Yes, I met Lady Gaga. What okay. So I fucking... Oh my God. I can't believe I've never told you this.
4: I'm like I know sweating. This an, well, is, this
3: is kind <laughs> of comedy related. Comedy got me here. Comedy got me to the opportunity to meet Lady Gaga. Okay. Oh so it's 2000, God. I want to say <laughs> oh 14, whenever they had the MTV uh, Music Awards at the Barclays Center oh my, in Brooklyn. Like right Whatever year that was. Way. 2014, 2015. And, and there's proof of this. There's a picture on my Instagram at Christy Comedy. You got to go back five years, but I have a picture of this event. She opened the show. I was there with MTV when I was on Guy Code and Girl right, Code at the time. Right, right. So we got like uh. really good seats. We were sitting like with Justin Timberlake. We were sitting like down oh there. God. Like they, they treated us right. Yeah. So. Lady Gaga performs, <laughs> and she performed in a thong. I don't know if you guys remember. Like, she performed in a thong, and it was great. And this she, is
4: like the VMAs, right? This is the
3: VMAs, right. In 2014 or 15, whenever it was at the okay. Barclays Center. Um, so she performs in a thong. Uh-huh. So she, st- she after the performance, Kevin Hart was hosting. Kevin Hart's on stage. Uh-huh. She comes up. She comes up to the seats, which is about five or six rows in front of us. Mm-hmm. And nobody even thought to do this. But I was like, fuck it. I, in my head, a light just went up and said, I'm going to get a picture of Lady Gaga. Oh.
4: Covered in security.
3: Covered oh in security. Like covered, covered uh, surrounded by her security. I meant to say. Uh-huh. She's still in the thong. Uh-huh. She's still in the thong. This lady's walking around with like a crop top and the thong on, sitting in her seat. Because Lady Gaga. She does what she wants. She she makes the rules. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: I go. I'm like, hey, can I get a picture? Her security guard was turning like, Hey, got a picture? She goes, make it quick. So <gasps> I, I put my face in with my hand oh, with the stuff with my left my hand. God. And this is, this happened... Now I was just so nervous. I did not, did not, did not intend to do this, but it's truly what happened. Take the selfie with my right hand, have my left hand on her lower back, like that. Because I'm just so nervous. I don't even not even think about hand placement. Really quick, boom, get the picture, which is a dead on good picture. As I'm going, like saying thank you, my hand hits her butt, like hits Chris! her, butt. like to the fact point that it jiggled, like a real hit, like like I just I was so nervous and she looked at me and she goes don't wash that hand and then winks at me I swear to god and I was just and then winks at me and the security guard looked at me like cause he saw it happen like a fucking pitbull with rabies like looked at me and then as soon as Lady Gaga said don't wash the hand winked he turned around and they walked and I, I couldn't fucking believe and I was dating the girl at the time who was there with me and she was furious oh
4: yeah right Felicia. furious I got the
3: picture with Gaga and I touched her butt Oh, my God. What am God. I going to do? All my boy, everybody, Lil Duval, Andrew Schultz, Jeff Dye, all these guys were there. I was like, my fucking hand! <laughs> touch Lady Gaga's sweaty butt. They were like, yeah!
4: Can I touch your hand right now? Dude, touch you...
3: it. Left hand. Still hasn't been washed oh six God. years later. Oh, my God. That was magical. What a story.
4: I have a really good Lady Gaga story.
3: Let's go. Chloe Chloe can be beat
5: kind of sexual harassing
3: Lady Gaga. <laughs> I have
5: to be kind of careful about this, though, because I can't be specific. And I have okay. receipts for this story, but one time I was with friends and we made our way into Lady Gaga's hotel suite at an unnamed hotel. And we tried on all our clothes. And I have pictures.
4: What? You know. what?
5: Yeah.
3: what? What? How did you get in there?
4: I, I'll tell you after.
3: Okay. Holy shit. She put on Lady Gaga's clothes. Okay.
4: So everyone in this room has like hung yeah, out Nicole. with Lady Gaga except for me. The Yo. closest I've gotten is watching A Star Is Born 10 times.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, what's the common thing? We eat mashed potatoes. That's what it's about.
4: Dude. Okay. We got to use this podcast to get back. To Gaga,
3: back to Gaga, back to Gaga. We're gonna get. I'm gonna say it again. I'm all about lately. I'm all about putting things in the universe. Lady Gaga will be a guest on this podcast. I'm putting it in the universe.
4: Oh, I to don't know what I would do. Or, I don't know.
3: Lady Gaga. Here's one of two things gonna happen. Either Lady gaga is gonna be a guest on this podcast, or we, you and I, are going to meet Lady Gaga because she's. Gonna yeah, LG a fan six. Of this is coming somehow. out soon. Oh my Absolutely. God. Oh my god, this is love insane. it. Okay. Yeah. We
4: should play the next. Want to do the next gonna clip? Pass
3: out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's get to, let's get to some clips. We're gonna do Bo Burnham and Trevor Moore.
4: Oof. A block.
3: Hell yeah.
2: Okay, class. Open up your history books, and I want each of you to tell me what was your favorite thing about the founding fathers. Billy, you first.
1: My favorite thing about the founding fathers is that they gave us freedom. Okay, Candace My favorite thing about the Founding Fathers was that they were honest
3: and couldn't tell a lie.
2: That's nice.
3: Caleb? My favorite thing about the Founding
4: Fathers is that they were straight up gangsters and didn't give a fuck about shit.
0: Washington, but it's the general to you, or you could call me president one, not three or two, and you probably heard a lot of silly stories about me, but let me lay it down how raw I really used to be. I got a hemp operation back at the plantation, selling the stickiest shit around the new nation, so come run and find me if you want to get high, cause honestly I got the bombers I could not tell a lie. Pick it dry, of course I'm gonna try it, bag it up and brick it, and then just let them buy it. And if the Brits want to come and take a piece of the cut, I'll raise a whole fucking army, let them see what's what. King's like, yo, I gotta get paid, I'm like tough titty, cause y'all's a whole ocean away And you can try to send some ships to come and make me pay up, but that's an awful long way just to suck these nuts, you get my fucking message, son, take it
2: Thomas Jefferson Sell drugs, run guns, guns. nail sluts, and fuck the law, law. we're founding fathers, we're Rushmore shit, and we were all balls. Declaration of Independence I wrote so high, I'm surprised it makes sense But we find these truths to be self-evident It goes puff, puff, pass The next round you get skipped
0: Abe Lincoln, I know what you're thinking. Greatest president ever, I'll have what he's drinking. (laughs) Yeah, well see, that's where you'd be wrong, cause if you wanna chill with me you better go and grab that bomb. Or an apple or a can, see you do not understand. Faded 24-7, cause that's just the way I am. I can see you're having a little trouble believing me. Then check this letter that I wrote recorded down in history. Ahem. Two of my favorite things are sitting on my porch and smoking a pipe of that sweet hemp. Of course, that's a quote that I wrote while I was still in office, but enough of that I am. Backup office, where's my horse? I think I need to go and ride him home. I was supposed to leave about four score and twenty rips ago. You see my hat? I like it. I kind of think it looks like a stove. Scratch it, pass it one more time, and let me hit it for the road. Sell
1: drugs,
2: crime, run guns, run nail sluts, and fuck the law. Fuck
1: the law.
2: We're founding fathers, we're rush more shit, and we were all high as balls. And don't let them try and tell you we grew, with just a rope You can check what we wrote down in our harvest notes We separated seeds that we found more potent In layman's terms, we were into getting bent Smoking
0: out the Continental Congress Everybody's bitches be like all up on us Patrick Henry's in the corner looking pretty well spent Ben Franklin got so high he forgot to be president Your girl just said she never had it hit so good Smoke so many trees that my fucking teeth turn wood And if they make a monument to me when I die I'll be a giant abstract joint up in the sky But you know they're gonna whitewash me Make up some corny shit about me chopping cherry trees It's hard to control a people if they're found as a thug So they'll just teach that I was all prayers, puppies, and hugs But that just ain't the way it was We set this whole place up with a hell of a buzz So next time they try and tell you that this stuff is wrong Look at a dollar, light a blunt, fucking sing my song Sell drugs, run guns, nail sluts, and fuck the law
1: law.
2: We're founding fathers, we're Rushmore shit And we were all high Declaration of Independence I wrote so high I'm surprised it makes sense But we find these truths To be self-evident It goes pop, pop, pass The so next round you get scared with the founders And we found this And we found it This on cannabis We're the founders
1: i want to thank you very much once more for coming this is my favorite thing to do to perform uh and you coming allows me to do that and i really really do appreciate that uh honestly and genuinely um i will now recede back into my stage persona (laughs) (laughs) i just blacked out for 10 seconds (laughs) love songs used to be so beautiful you know let us go then, you and I, when the evening is spread out against the sky like a patient it thrives upon a table. T.S. Eliot, beautiful. Love songs nowadays, just as beautiful, guys, if not more. Justin Bieber, One Direction, Usher, you know them. You know their love songs. Beautiful, complex love songs. But these new artists, the J. Biebs, the 1Ds, the Usher's, they've... They've done something very strange to the format and the structure and the purpose of love songs, and I tried to capture how they've changed it with this love song. I hope you enjoy it, and most importantly, mark the differences. Jason Derulo. hair I love your name I love the way you say it I love your heart and you're so smart cuz you gave away it I love your sis I love your dad I love your mom but more than all of that I love the fact that you are dumb enough to not realize everything I've said has been said before in a thousand ways in a thousand songs sung with the same four chords but you'll still love it and let me finger you girl i hope you don't think that i'm rude when i tell you that i love you boo i also hope that you don't see through this cleverly constructed ruse designed by a marketing team cashing in on puberty and low self-esteem and girls desperate need to feel loved America says we love a chorus, but don't get complicated and bore us. Though meaning might be missing, We need to know the words after just one listen. So repeat Repeat stuff. 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 Yeah. I love my baby and you know I couldn't live without her But now I need to make every girl think this song's about her Just to make sure that they spread it like the plague So I describe my dream girl as really, really vague Like, I love your hands because your fingerprints are like no other I love your eyes and their bluish, brownish, greenish color I love it when you smile, that you smile wide And I love how your torso has an arm on either side Now, if you're my agent, you might be thinking Oh no, sound the alarm you're not appealing to little girls who don't have arms But they can use iTunes, so Fuck them, who needs them? Oh, girl Oh, hello, Satan oh. Oh, Satan, you taste some. yeah Repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff. Everybody Come on louder, I can't hear you. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Young ones, listen up. I'm in magazines full of model teens, so far above you. So read them and hate yourself Then pay me to tell you I love you (laughs) (laughs) And your parents will always come along Because their little girl is in love And how could love be wrong? How could love be wrong? Repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff, repeat stuff. Oh, 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 I am a vessel. Oh, 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 six, six, six. Oh, 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 Illuminati. Oh, Freemasons. Oh, we know it's not right. We know it's not funny. But we'll stop beating this dead horse when it stops spitting out money. But until then, we will repeat stuff.
3: That was Bo Burnham with Repeat Stuff and Trevor Moore with Founding Fathers Rap. I mean, the comedy music thing, it's just, <laughs> it's one of those things that like, gets so mind-blowingly hard that, like, to me, like, I, I can't i can't even fathom how they do it. Right. Like, how does Bo Burnham even think of this shit?
4: I don't know. I you know was, what I, mean? I was a huge Bo Burnham fan, like, in his YouTube days, because I was like three when that was coming yeah, out yeah i was gonna say yeah and <laughs> that was like so crazy to me the stuff that he was doing on youtube yeah as like a young kid i was like this is the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life well
3: bo burnham's like he's like mozart he's like prodigy kid like yeah. i mean he's not even 30 yet right i mean he's even 30 and he's got like 10 albums mm-hmm. specials Sick, like just crushes. Directed in like, a movie. He's like John Mulaney. Him and John Mulaney are like, they do different things, but like they're both like we're just young crushing it. Yeah. Yeah, They yeah, could yeah, just yeah. do it that, like that. Um, but Bo Burnham, he's another guy from Massachusetts. Everybody from Massachusetts, any comedian from, if you want to be so, a famous comedian, just yeah. say you're from Massachusetts <laughs> or just go live in Massachusetts. Yeah. Because there's just like, they're so fucking funny there. Yeah. They're good. And then Trevor Moore, near and dear to my heart, Founding Fathers. I love history. I know.
4: That song is made History for you. Hyenas. You love his podcast, history. get it?
3: Not not number twelve on Apple. I'll tell you that much. But Santa with Chris <laughs> Stefano is
4: number twelve. Um, it is. It's funny because I think songs work so well for comedy because there's the same kind of build yeah. up and then the punchline always in the chorus. Like it's very similar construction to a joke.
3: And it's also like think about it as an audience member. Yeah. Like if I wasn't involved in comedy, I think I'd rather go watch a musical comedian than somebody doing stand up because the the thing is with somebody doing stand up it can go good or bad i mean mm. i mean you watch bill burr or Chappelle. i mean these guys will blow the fucking roof off but you can also watch a comedian that maybe you don't love mm-hmm. so much and then you're like damn this hour is going long where with music it's just like you're in a good mood even if you don't like those yeah. songs like they're going to do the next song and like yeah. the beat like you're going to love it
4: yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's i think very it's, accessible
3: it, and you know there is like a stigma in comedy, be like, oh, what are you, a guitar act? That's what people say. Uh-huh. People don't like musical comedians. Obviously, people respect Bo Burnham and Trevor Moore. But there's some um, talk in comedy like, oh, what do you play an instrument? Because they think it's like a, a a crutch. But really, to be good mm. at musical comedy, you have to be so supremely talented. Yeah. There's a lot of comedians that aren't good at musical comedy, and maybe they do use it as a crutch. And those people, you never hear of them. You just see them around at the clubs. Just They look, you know. <laughs> drunk and homeless but but (laughs) but Bo Burnham and Trevor Moore like these guys are just good 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 musical
4: why do you think people see it as a crutch like what
3: well it's really it's not again the thing is a lot what stand-ups see as a crutch and like some stand-ups would be like like I've heard stand-ups shit on certain comedians for doing impersonations it's like do you realize the talent inside the person doing the impersonation Mm -hmm. is so Mm -hmm. Mm mind-blowing and like you're just because you can't do it is the reason why you're shitting on it. That's a lot of, right, right. there's a lot of like, right. there's a lot of like that, you know, they have so, such low self esteem. Uh-huh. So many comedians have their self esteem is so, they just want to find a reason why so and so is doing well and they're not. That's what it is. It's really what like it is. It's like a competitiveness. Sure. I think that kind of exists is.
4: across industries. Maybe. Yeah. Competitiveness is everywhere.
3: <laughs> I go by what the audience, I mean, listen, if you're selling tickets, man even if i don't think you're that funny or whatever it's got who cares what i think you're selling out wall to wall you're doing something right that's mm-hmm. the way i look at it as long as you're not stealing the only thing you can't do in this business is steal if you steal a joke it's like being branded a pedophile like you can be proven innocent <laughs> but you're not washed that's it like don't come near me don't come near my fucking children again yeah it's what it is yeah if that's, how, a joke. that's how that's how that's i take it like that if you if i hear you stealing a joke you uh-huh. can't come around my children you can't come around the kids
4: because I don't know what you're going to steal from them. Because <laughs> I don't know else, what else you'll steal. not
3: that's property. Literally, there are no rules in stand-up other than don't steal.
4: Do you do impressions? Do you like? I mean, do you have like little quirky things? Like I that can that only that you impersonate
3: do? people that you don't know, like in the sense that, like, <laughs> not not I'm sorry, not talking about celebrities. That like, like I can impersonate people from my neighborhood, and I could do impersonations okay. of family members okay. that are spot on that will kill at Thanksgiving. But <laughs> as far as <laughs> Saturday Night Live that's a tough though. So room. like, Listen, unless your Aunt Eileen gets famous, we just have no room for you. Yeah, you know? That kind makes of thing. Sense. Yeah. So I've never, that's another thing too. You know what's another thing that you do in, in, as a New York comedian that kind of feel like, okay, I've done everything New York has to do? I told you, you do stand up on The David Letterman Show mm-hmm. or The Tonight Show when mm-hmm. it was in, you know, now I guess with Fallon. You get a Comedy Central half hour, an hour. You mm-hmm. get it at the Comedy Cellar. And you know what's another thing you, like all New York comics do, and I unfortunately haven't had the. Uh, pleasure of doing it you audition for Saturday Night Live like actually audition right. at 30 Rock in front yeah. of Lauren Michaels. Everybody's got like a how bad they bombed in front of Lauren Michaels audition right. SNL story obviously some people actually get the show right. but I've never even I've never even auditioned.
4: We're gonna get you in there.
3: We gotta just, I just want an audition I don't want the show. Just I, I would expect I'm not the kind of comedian I can't do I can't become other people so <laughs> I'm I don't work on that show. I'm aware of that, but I like the audition. (laughs)
4: Tweet your senators.
3: Yeah, tweet your senators. It's not right if I don't get an audition.
4: I realized recently that everyone, like, I was thinking of, I didn't realize until very recently that any comic I know that's not on SNL has probably auditioned for SNL. I didn't put that together in my head. I'm the only
3: one out of my friend group and comedians that hasn't even auditioned. Like, everybody's like, you know, I'll send the group chat. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, auditioning for SNL. I'm just like, I'm, I'm not.
4: That's a sick group chat.
3: Um, Louis C.K. told the story once on a Mark Maron podcast how he, like, he watched everybody get huge. Like, Everybody was writers for SNLs. Everybody was getting on SNL. And he had nothing. Mm-hmm. And then like, just 10, 15 years went by and then just, boom, blew up. So it ha- that happens well, I too. I don't
4: know if he's the one I want to use as our oh.
3: staple anymore. Well, the thi- what's the- that's another good conversation about comedy. It's because it's like there's off the field stuff that's not good at all (laughs) Uh but that you can't discredit their work on stage you know what I mean? You like you separate it. You have to. I think you have to. You have to. It's the same thing with Michael Jackson. It's like you know what he did, but it's like if you want to listen to his songs. <laughs> this took such a turn. <laughs> I know, but it's just no, but it did. But it's true though. It's like it doesn't matter. I don't Everybody know. says. I, uh,
4: I kind of get. I can't help but feel a little bit unsettled listening to Michael Jackson now or a Louis C.K. joke, and together it's a right. bad day if I'm listening. <laughs> but to that's. But the <laughs> thing is.
3: But the thing. Is, you know what? You know what I think a big part of it is what? too, because. You're how old are you again? 23, 24, 24. So young people in their 20s, I would be the same people in their 20s. They have to be moved like you have to be like this moves me. I'm protesting this. You have to do that. Uh But like I'm in my mid 30s now. I got a kid. It's like, look, I like what I like. I know people do bad shit. I don't support any of it. But it's like, what do you want me to do?
4: You know what I mean? What do you want me to
3: do? I'm not going to listen to anything. Michael Jackson does now. It's like, I know, it's, it sucks. It does suck. It all sucks. I get it. It sucks. But it's Good like, what, what, there's so many things that have, whoever you're a fan of right now could have fucking deep, oh, dark absolutely. closet, you know, oh, skeletons in the closet. Yeah. They could. But Everyone we all except but the for thing Lady is, Gaga. The, the thing is, with, I know. The thing is, with Michael Jackson, everybody knew. You, you just knew. I mean, everybody knew he was, he was that way. Everybody knew. The, yeah, what is the, doc, well, the I'm documentary I'm just a baby so I don't know what did you
4: say I'm just a baby
3: so you are just a little know. baby <laughs> so. no but it's good I think it's good I think it's good to support to, to it's have it's good that. to have the conversations Fuck yeah. no I you ha- No, I think you have to people in their 20s have to that's, that's how this country works We're that's the how we future. move forward you have to you have to be alarmed by shit but it's like listen I just got you know I got like arthritis I got the GERD now like, for me, it's like, I want to use paper straws wherever I go. I really fucking do. But it's like, I love smoothies. They disintegrate so it's like sometimes so quickly. I, sometimes I got to use a plastic straw and a sea turtle has to die. But I'm just, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm just older. You but if I was in my 20s, I'd be chaos. like, I don't do anything for paper. And that's fine. But it's like, I got kids now. Like I
4: don't know. The world's fucking burning around us. So we're we're probably going to be stuck with this for a while. I feel like people I know. my age sucks. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. No, just, ask me, me who
3: just... I, ask me who I'm voting for in 2020. <laughs>
4: Do you, I I like you <laughs> do you think I look like Beta O'Rourke? What'd you say? Do you think I look like Beta O'Rourke? I kind of do, right? No, but. But if I, I was on SNL, that's who I would play. <laughs> if, right? if
3: you. Yeah. Okay. If you would. <laughs> who would I you can't play? think of a more perfect Beta O'Rourke than you. I'm <laughs> standing on a kind of table is,
4: right now. I record this podcast standing on a table. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you see. By the way, let's just bring it back to comedy real quick. And if we want to talk <laughs> yeah. political, do you see the. The um a comedian just became the president of the Ukraine
4: yeah I did how sick is that dude that's gonna be you
3: how 2020 fucking sick is that?
4: Chris DiStefano president if they uh, can do it you but can but not of
3: America I'll be president no. of some fucking random like Liberia
4: why would they let you be president of a country I don't know country?
3: I just feel like I could come in there and make some things happen okay, shake wait, some shit I,
4: up okay but if you were on SNL and you were playing you had to play one of the people that was running who would you play
3: one of the people that was running now oh god I don't even know who's running um, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, and I'd want to. I play the um the the guy the mayor. Mayor yeah, uh,
4: Pete. Which one? Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg.
3: Pete Buttigieg. You would play Pete okay. I'd Buttigieg. Boots. I'd be Boots. I'd be Buttigieg. Okay. I'd be Boots.
4: <laughs> um. Okay. Question about comedy, music comedy. Do yes. you think? Okay. So comics doing music stuff. Do you think an average musician could do funny music? Like you know the opposite way.
3: Can an app? Okay. What was the question? Because we're Aver- talking
4: about comics getting into music you know they right. bo burnham kind of does like stand up and then he'll do music stuff as well do you think your average musician could get into music comedy or do you think it's a different I brain? think it's
3: more likely for the average musician to just get into comedy than the average comedian to just get into music i think music is so hard and you have to learn you have to know true. see basically i think musicians brains probably see things differently like see it through notes and be able to read notes and all that I think that's so hard and I think kind of really believe like you're either Mm. born I think you can not be born to be a comedian but yet be a good comedian Mm -hmm. but I don't think you can just I think you have to have natural God-given talent to be a musician to be a musician I really do so I think if you're Bo Burnham was just a naturally God-given talented musician and now he can do comedy Mm -hmm. he's just extremely funny so I don't know though I mean, well, it depends. Like, I guess, like, a, some comedian can just, like, rap or something. You know, I mean, that that's not that that's easy to do, but, like, you're not gonna either you can sing or you can't sing. That's true. You know what I'm trying
4: to say? Yes. You can that be, is true. You can it's sing very you hard can't. to sing.
3: You could play a music, you could play an instrument or you can't. Yeah, that's true. Kind of what it is. Comedy, I think, there definitely is a degree of either you're funny or you're not. I think the comedians at work go the furthest. We're born to do it. Uh-huh. But I still think you can become, like, a working comedian. And people could be like, "You were never funny in school. Like, how are you a comedian? Where like a musician?" It's like everybody knew you were going to be, everybody knew you were going to be Justin Timberlake because you were just so unbelievably talented when he you were ten years old. was Mouse Club, so exactly Justin r- Bieber from the beginning. Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, you'd be a good Bieber too.
4: I get that SNL. a lot. I get on that SNL, you'd be a nice Bieber a
3: lot. Rachel Maddow, that's my. That's yeah. another good one.
4: My mom thinks I look like Rachel Maddow.
3: I think you're prettier.
4: Thank you, Chris.
3: Sure. No problem. I no get, disrespect, Mrs. Boyce.
4: I get Ellen sometimes, too. People on the subway eh, tell me I look like Ellen. Ellen's is, too. I, if you think I, about it, just homophobia. Yeah, that's just, yeah, I was going to say. That's,
3: I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see Ellen, but. Um,
4: before we started this podcast, you were telling a, a Lisa Traeger story. Oh, my God. Did you want to tell that?
3: Oh, my God. It's talking about music. So, I've saw, I've mentioned Lisa Traeger once on this podcast before. Yeah. i told the Chris Rock story. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Um, Crushed. Lisa Traeger is the definition of a person who, were, you know what she was born to do? She what? was born to not give a fuck. That's, that's what she was born to do. She was 100% <laughs> born and bred to not care about what you fucking think of her. And I respect that, and I appreciate that. I, look up I was that, sitting yeah. at the table, comedy cellar. Um, <laughs> this was 2000, I want to say 16. Uh-huh. And um, it was me, Jeff Ross, John Mayer, William Stevenson, RIP, and Lisa Traeger. And Lisa Traeger wasn't sitting; she was just coming in on a conversation. She was going to, up to the bar to get a bottle of water or something. And John Mayer was kind of holding court, talking to us about stand-up comedy, and we it were just seems listening. Like someone
4: who would hold he court. He didn't say
3: anything that really bothered me, to be honest with you. He was just talking about like live performance, and he he does stand-up sometimes on at the Comedy Cellar, or he used to. He doesn't anymore, probably really? because of this. But he <laughs> used to, and. Lisa kind of half hears what's happening uh-huh. and I knew the way she walked up to the table I was like she's going to say something right now and she walks up and John's talking and she goes John 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 honey 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 stop she goes honey 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 stop she goes you don't know anything about stand up she goes you're a beautiful man you make beautiful music stick to that Oh, she goes, and then, but she goes stop 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 and then he tried to say something and she went stop 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 you no. don't know anything about stand up she was like, You're on you go on stage because you're famous uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. great and you're good with the audience. She goes, You know nothing about stand up, so just stop.
4: Oh my god. And
3: calling John Mayer honey and putting her fingers yeah. in face, goes stop, stop, stop. So you're a beautiful man, you make beautiful music, stick to that was Jeff Ross got up and laughed. his I thought he was gonna have a stroke. Like his <laughs> head was bright red from laughter, like Jeff the Ross veins bulging out of the side of his head. That's what like he's a, he's Je- like
4: a mootering, his head.
3: Yes. Jeff Ross and John Mayer are very good friends. And Lisa's just like, listen, I don't, yeah, you're not going to talk about stand-up here. You don't know what you're talking about. That's so So scary. John Mayer is a good example of a musician who's very funny and can, he can can do both. Like he could do comedy or not do comedy. You know who's a really good example of just somebody who's musically talented but is so funny that it's hard to take sometimes and a lot of people don't know? Lady Gaga. Justin Timberlake. He's funny. Justin Timberlake on Saturday Night Live is as talented as the cast members. If Justin Timberlake didn't do music, I bet you he could be on SNL just being him. Have you ever seen you him?
4: You think Justin Timberlake could be Have on SNL? Have you ever SNL? seen when he
3: hosts SNL with Jimmy Fallon? How fucking funny that guy is! Yeah, because they're JT? identical.
4: People just get them confused.
3: Babe, you're I'm thinking telling of you, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> no, Jimmy Fallon's great, and Jimmy Fallon's excellent.
4: Talk w- music. He does music too.
3: Watch Justin Timberlake host any SNL. What? You ever seen him as um when he's the Bee Gees? No. Yeah, I mean,
4: I'll check you got. I'm five years old, what? Chris. I, I don't know listen, what the BGS are.
3: <laughs> I, I made, I made this I'm announcement kidding, early in the I'm podcast, and I'm sticking to it. Next episode, we are only. How far does the Comedy Central Library go back, Chloe? And how far does Comedy Central Library go back? Infinity. But year, like, do we have clips from like the '80s? Uh, probably not.
5: 1990. Let's see.
3: The earliest clips that we have from comedians 1990, 1991, Paula Poundstone. Do you know any Paula Poundstone jokes? I do. Okay, okay. fine. You do. So At least you know go. her. But well, okay. We're going to talk about alt Sam Kinison. You've ever heard a bit by Sam Kinison? You don't even know who Sam Kinison is. I do. Turn because... off the mics.
4: <laughs> we're going.
3: We're going. It's it's, it's throwback <laughs> Thursday next week. And we're only going to do. We're going to educate you on who we feel like you need to know. The she doesn't even watched Pretty Woman. She has never seen it. <laughs> Julia Roberts.
4: <laughs> this
3: is L.A. What's your dream? Yeah, what's your dream? I don't know. Big mistake.
4: Huge. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll we'll play all the old stuff. All right. Let's get into the final clip of the night. The final
3: clip of the night. Garfunkel and Oates. Funny girls. Garfunkel and Oates. I think I met <laughs> one of them, and she was great. We'll tell
4: the story. You will tell the story after. Is there a story?
3: Well, I mean, it's not. You know. That's it. That's I just fans. met her. We were actually at a um, commercial audition. Oh. So it was before they blew up.
4: Great. Yeah. Okay, well, play with I'm clip. still
3: auditioning for commercials. <laughs> Garfunkel and Yeah,
5: yeah. So, is anybody here pregnant? Nobody? No? No. <laughs> really? No? All right. Yeah? Okay. Well, Ricky was hanging out with three friends and they were all pregnant. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, one of them turned to me and she goes, What do you even do all day? I said, so, What do you mean? She goes, Well, I just can't really remember what I did before I was pregnant because it all seems so meaningless.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: Yeah, so this song is for her.
4: <laughs>
5: pregnant women are smug. Everyone knows it, nobody says it because they're pregnant. and <laughs> son of a gun. You think you're so deep, now you give me the creeps now that you're pregnant. I can't count all the ways how you speak in cliches now. So, do you want a boy or a girl? Oh, it doesn't matter as long as it's healthy. Really? Because I don't feel like those two things are related at all. It's not like you ever have to choose between no, the no, so- Oh, no, as long as it's healthy. <laughs> I can't wait to hear someone say. Don't care if it's brain dead, don't care if it's limbless, if it has a penis. (laughs) Pregnant women are smug, and everyone knows it, nobody says it, because they're pregnant. This end world you're enjoying makes you really annoying. So, is it a boy or a girl? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. What are you going to name it? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. Who's the father? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. (laughs) Bitch, I don't really care. I was being polite now since you know life now that you're pregnant. You say you're walking on air. You think that you're glowing, but you had been hoeing and now you're pregnant.
4: (laughs) You're just giving birth now. You're not Mother Earth
5: now. Going on, I got my degree. I moved. I wrote a novel. Gosh, you know everything seems so trivial now that I'm pregnant. Also built that nuclear fusion reactor. You know I can't even really remember what I did before I was pregnant. Everything just seems so meaningless. <laughs> Says it because they're pregnant. F and of a gun. Uh-oh. You
4: think you're so deep now. You give me the creeps now. Now that
3: you're pregnant. <laughs> Rudy, Giuliani. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. I'll tell you about Rudy Giuliani. Wait, I know you. That was Garfunkel
4: and Oats. No. Y- this is Rudy
3: Giuliani. Yeah, here we go. I'll, I'll start up. <laughs> <out>. Okay. <laughs> that was Garfunkel and Oates the best. Let me talk to you about Rudy Giuliani. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. No, everybody hates him now, but in New York, when you were three months old, when he was the mayor, <laughs> people loved Rudy Giuliani. He took down the mob, but now he's a yeah, fucking he nutjob.
4: Greatness!
3: <laughs> so, Google that clip. So Google Rudy Giuliani. So impress- greatness!
4: You just said you couldn't do impressions. That's Im- it's impeccable impression. Well,
3: yeah, but he went. we went to the um, same high school.
4: You and Rudy Giuliani?
3: No, 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 no. Uh, he went to the high school <laughs> that my college played their college games in. That's what it is. Bishop Lachlan High School.
4: Okay. Bishop That's Lachlan, a cool fact.
3: I went to the same high school as Ray Romano, though. Oh. That's a cute fact. And Brian Scalero. Not, every, not Eddie Murphy.
4: You went no. to the same college as- uh, uh, Nassau Community College Nashville. as
3: Fuck. Howard Stern, Eddie Murphy. There we go.
4: And I went to high school with Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. And we ate lunch together Did you have the baby yet? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't know. No, I don't
4: know. Meghan um, Markle and Tyra Banks went to my high school. Love them. Lo- so, love Garfun- them. Love them.
3: <laughs> what do you have to say Garfunkel and Oates Garfunkel and Oates yeah I met um, I met um, uh, I met Ricky Lindholm and um, Ricky Lindham and uh, Lindholm line, we were at a commercial audition and um, she was really nice she was really nice she was really nice, <laughs> she was really nice and, she was, and at that point at that time she was like we were like talking she was like oh she's like I, I do like this little Garfunkel and Oates thing she said Lil but now it's not Lil
4: it's not Lil now it's
3: it was big now time it's huge <laughs> huge Julia Roberts' voice. I don't know. Huge. You have to watch the movie. <laughs> oh What's the other guy, do... Hector Lozido? Remember him?
4: Hector
3: Lazando. Lozardo? Fucking R.I.P. Come on. I'll watch it, I watch
4: it, tonight. I watch what it about, tonight.
3: What about this with her friend Kit? When she goes, she's asking her friend, she goes, who am I, Cinder fucking Rella? You don't know Cinda fucking Rella?
4: Rich Bev Well.
3: <laughs> Ridge Bev Let's well.
4: do a live, re- let's do the whole movie right now.
3: Richard Gere, the fucking Buddhist. Richard Gere, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something loud and clear. Yeah. If you, if your mom, if your mom was born 1906, if your mom, if you are a child, if you're a person in your 30s right now, just know your mom has thought about Richard Gere with having sex with your father. It's what it is. Every mom, lo- Richard Gear. is like, I can't think of a guy that my mom would go more out. fucking insane for than Richard Gere. Really? absolutely look at him he's had salt and pepper gray hair since he was 20 years old he literally looks exactly the same as he did in pretty woman he's like it's richard Gere, george clooney these are the guys and denzel washington these are the three guys
4: those are the three hottest guys those i think those are the three guys that
3: people's moms want to bang out
4: who do people's moms want to bang now
3: i would say right now i mean i mean chris pratt maybe (laughs) maybe he's too young i don't know who's a good mom fuck right now (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> Welcome to our new segment, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have sex with Rudy Giuliani.
3: Could you ama- if I walked in and you were having sex with Rudy Giuliani? I'd lose my fucking mind.
4: <laughs> what room is I'd, this? I'd vote for Trump. That's
3: happened. what would happen. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole surprises.
4: What is this, like the sixth episode we've already like, yeah, lost we've already our, went our off
3: minds? The rails. We've lost, that's what's going to happen. Well, there's no windows in this studio. We're going fucking stir crazy. Going it's like take. I'm in a Quaker prison. Yeah, <laughs> Such a random reference. Eastern State Penitentiary, Philadelphia. We're going to do a day trip. I'm going to take you to Quaker prison. Give <laughs> 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 giving it a list. We've got Things a lot of shit to do. Have we have so put, much to We have to watch Pretty Listen Woman. To this, Lil' I Gemma to came up with. I said, my second hour special is going to do great. We're going to get my cartoon on the air here at Comedy Central. We're going to get another show on the air at Comedy Central. And the stock of (laughs) Nicole and I's podcast is just going to keep going, keep going, keep going. And we're going to start to become, Julia Roberts' voice, huge. Yes. 2020-2021 circa, Chris DiStefano presents Nicole Boyce's Half Hour. And what do you, what do you think? What do you think?
5: Woo! For the listeners at home, this is literally a choice Anne can actually
3: make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is literally. I'm saying it, putting out to the universe, but really what I'm doing is I'm saying it to the episode. person who can make it happen. So the when I say universe, I mean <laughs> Mrs. Anne. <laughs> Mrs. Anne. Yeah. Mrs. Anne. Yeah, yeah. So can these wait, are the choices. Anne. But Chris Stefano presents Nicole Boy's Comedy Central half hour after dark. Whatever bullshit bells and after whistles. After dark. You're know, <laughs> you gonna call blowing Julian. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I don't know we'll think it's of something crazy <laughs> we'll think of something crazy oh Nicole this yeah, is man. too much fun I'm gonna have a attack. <laughs> this is too much fun it's
4: I heartache. know we started this me going crazy about Lady Gaga yeah
3: ended then up with Giuliani it got crazy in the middle when we started talking about <laughs> politics but now it's back on I like that uh, it's just kind of on again off again on here. again off again yeah <laughs> it's nice it's, it's just true. it's just complete car crash but listen
4: <laughs> it's a fun car
3: crash and the theme of the theme of this podcast was comedy and music
4: and we, hit, we hit it all We hit it all Another great episode
3: Seriously How how many minutes is it?
4: It's been like three hours It's
3: gotta be a fucking hour At <laughs> least yeah,
4: yeah.
3: We're going crazy I have a sunburn <laughs> I was just Somehow literally Somehow got full body I push my daughter on the, on the swings for an hour I say sunburn on the back of my neck And my forearms That's why I'm wearing a long oh, sleeve shirt
4: Working those forearms too That's Babe, a lot of
3: I can't I gotta I We shoulda... gotta lift together You wanna lift together? Yeah <laughs> Lift <Live>. Dude <laughs> Let's live together. Let's live and lift together in this room with no windows. I
4: have Could to you? live in this room. I do Nicole, live here.
3: Nicole, serious question right now. They don't let me Could out. Could you? If I if I said for two weeks you have you you I'll put like a a porta potty in there, or like a little shower. No, I'll, I'll give you a bucket of, of fresh water every day, and you can bathe <laughs> with the water. You have to stay in this room. You can't leave. But you'll bring we'll bring you food and bevies for two weeks. But I'll give you ten thousand dollars at the end. Could you do yeah, it? I would do it for fifty bucks, Chris. <laughs>
4: I need money. I need cash flow. <laughs>
3: there you have it. That seems
4: fine. I would record like the k- insaneest podcast ever, It'd nope. be, like eight hours long.
3: There's videos online of people thinking that they can do it, and then they can't last like five days. Really? That's why. Wait, like, how
4: long did you say? I was two no weeks. listening.
3: Two weeks. Okay. You can't I'm leave the room. Thinking
4: about it, that does seem very hard and taxing.
3: That's why, like solitary confinement, like <laughs> how nuts it is, Quaker. We got to go to Houston State Penitentiary. I know. We'll There's no better the place. Prisons.
4: You got to see it to believe we gotta it. We
3: got to go. We got to go. We got
4: to end this before we it gets end any it. better. Are you gonna eat the mashed
3: potatoes? No, you know I, it, I don't I want well. eggs
4: and mashed potatoes.
3: I can't believe that you're that. You're like that. How do How do the mashed potatoes feel? That you're like anti mashed potatoes. I didn't know you were like that. And it's just like really seeing your true colors now. <laughs>
4: I'm anti mashed potatoes. Yeah. Sorry, right. I'm not PC. I don't like mashed potatoes.
3: Speaking of PC, yeah. Why don't we end the show? With Just Stay For The Night, Key and Peel.
4: Another song about consent. Dude, we started. Laugh Out Loud, with
3: this. Key and Peel, number one. Let's Love play it. 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 No, you play it. I have to go home. Okay. My okay. stomach hurts from the mashed potatoes, TVH. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> told you, told um,
3: you. Stand Up With Chris Stefanel every Thursday.
4: <laughs> we'll see you after this
3: one. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice short run. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You look at the time
2: You should just stay here tonight
1: I've had too much wine You can
2: leave at first light
1: It isn't that far Maybe just stay where you are Back to my place You can't
2: escape from my embrace
1: I really had a very nice time Let me just
2: refill that wine But
1: I really need to just say goodbye I would love to
2: see you try Please
1: unlock this door It's
2: locked from the outside Will not mine stay
0: tonight. Look, I really have
2: to go. No, you really have to stay.
0: Hey, no means no. That is
2: what they all say.
0: You're
1: hurting my arm. I will cause
2: you any harm.
1: Let go of me. We can make
2: this harder just
1: easy. A woman always comes prepared. Ooh,
2: I'm really scared. I said
0: this is not what I want. Why you
2: have to be such a. I
0: know self
2: defense. I dare you to try it I
3: don't
2: want to fight Bitch, you are mine tonight Ah, ah, ah. Please, just please go Ah. away
1: Wanted me to stay. Well,
2: well I, I just changed my mind.
1: I think I'll just stay and unwind. How did this all switch? Now you
2: are my Please be kind to Now you're mine to This has been a Comedy Central podcast.